so strong and two yards to get. He's the best player on the field, and you don't give him the football. There he is. You've got a guy that's been borderline unstoppable in this part of the field. I can't believe the call. Just run the ball with Cam Obachowski and Tom Hines. What's going on, everybody? We are almost at the start of the NFL season. So in order to start it off, we are going to do our sleeper lineups for the year. So these are guys that we like. We like their value. They're going later in drafts. We were pretty bad last year, so definitely don't think we can... Uh, be as bad having some guys like Russell Wilson, Michael Thomas. Who else did you have? Juju, guys like that who uh, yeah, didn't no do too hot. It was yeah. yeah. I think I had Pittman on there too. Maybe Pittman. Well, yep. she did okay. Sure I Pittman guess, was but... on there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely, de- definitely have some better names here. Uh, kind of loaded up in in certain areas last year. So hopefully we can do better this year. But we're gonna walk you through kind of the guys we have. So we have. A full fantasy lineup starting with quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, flex, and we just threw in defense and kicker. Why not? Obviously, that doesn't matter a ton, but it's fun to uh, to kind of go over there. So we'll be taking turns just going through our rosters and kind of the, the guys that we like going into the season. So these are guys that based off of how they did last year based off of where they're going in drafts, guys' values that we like, or, you know, people that we think could really beat the ADP. So, uh, Tom Hines, how about you How about you start us off with your squad? Who do you have going into this year that you really like? Sure, yeah. So, let's uh, – well, let's first off, you were dissing the uh, kickers and defenses. My two biggest locks on this list are my <laughs> kicker and defense. The most confidence? Okay, that's good. Off to yes, a good start. For, for sure. Like, not even close. Okay. Um, actually, I guess quarterback, too. So, I have Kirk Cousins, James Conner, Raheem Mostert, Jahan Dotson, Jerry Judy, Darren Waller, Adam Thielen, Eagles defense, and uh, Dicker the kicker. Nice. So, you want to start from the from the bottom up, you know, with, with your most confident picks? You like the defense? Yeah, I'll start, I'll start with the bottom up. Okay. So... Cameron Dicker is honestly it's to be and and I guess like ESPN's defense he wasn't confirmed the starter until I want to say like a week ago maybe mm-hmm. um, but when he was playing he was putting up like awesome numbers he only had let's see one week under eight points as a starter that's a lie it's not a lie. Two weeks under eight points. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty good. Um, yeah. He had he had uh, a couple games over 10 points. He's not even getting drafted. He's owned in 31% of leagues. I think he's a lock for a top 15 kicker. Um, but he's on the waiver wire, which is surprising to me. He, mm. <clears throat> last year, he, was, um, he had 21 field goals, 22... Um, out of 22 attempts so he only missed one field goal the whole year i mean that's right pretty i, I don't think anyone can really get better than that so i, I just think with his accuracy 22 alone, you can get better well yeah i mean obviously 100 percent would be nice <laughs> but only missing one field goal the whole year is pretty nice right. so you're not going to get any like negative points with them i think he's a, a very safe option that you could basically get for free you don't like that could be a last round pick 
Yeah, I think um, I think he's on a good offense, but not like a you know top three offense too, which is good because like a team, a team like the Eagles, you saw actually Jake Elliott was not a good kicker at all. You played the whole season with the PRK twenty one because they just scored all the time. So um, yeah, I, I like his value there. Are you not scared by the Eagles with that division at all? That's kind of. I think the division oh, the and then some guys, yeah, some guys that left during the offseason um, in, in free agency, they lost a bunch of guys too, but you're still confident in their defense? Yeah, I mean, they finished the PRK2 last year, which is pretty crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Week one, they're going to absolutely beat up on the Patriots, so that's just right. free money at that point. Um, but they're only owned in 68% of leagues. That uh, I had In all of my leagues, they were on waivers until I picked them up where I could. Um, it just seems weird to me that uh, what I think is a pretty safe option for a top 10 defense, um, good chance for a top five defense is just not getting drafted. I didn't understand why. Um, yeah. They're just so low on that. Like they have the Steelers above them. I, I didn't get that. Um, I mean, the, the division is definitely tough, but it was tough last year too. I mean, the Giants had their best year in like three or four years last year. The Cowboys are always pretty good. Um, the Commanders are, well, I guess – the commanders, but they still had the same division last year pretty much, and they still finished as the PRK2. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty confident that they're going to do well. Yeah, just some of the guys that they lost. So CJ Gardner-Johnson went to the Lions. Javon Hargrave went to the 49ers. Um, TJ Edwards went to the Bears. Kaiser White, I don't know him, um, but he left too. I think that there might have been one or two of this. I'm not finding a ton of – recent articles but i think that's the um you know what the reason people, people are kind of staying away from them yeah, yeah yeah but but like you said you know they were a top defense so it is kind of hard to completely be out on them and um yeah tell me about the rest of your other team because we just spent like five minutes on a kicker and defense kicker so. and defense <laughs> um i'll go i'll go a little bit faster here so darren waller in the tight end um reason being is i think he's going to be the number one target for the giants oh for sure yeah um the Giants, well, they're, I mean, they're not like fantastic. Uh, Daniel Jones is okay. But <laughs> I feel like if, if at a tight end, having the number one target on a team is pretty much a gold mine. Yeah. And he's really not going that high. I, I'm projecting him to be like top three tight ends. And I think he's like, what, the six right now? Yeah, I, I've seen that the, uh, the comp. So I know, um, I know Hawkinson is going above him and, Pretty much all the, all the drafts I've seen, I think that one you can argue, but then he's probably around four. I think you're dumb if you're taking Kittle over him, honestly. I mean, maybe if people yeah. want to take a shot on Kyle Pitts, but yeah, I mean, I think he could. I, I think he, to me, is pretty much a lock for top four, if not top three. Yeah, for sure. And then I'll check ESPN's ranking. So they have him... Oh, they have him at four. Okay, so mm-hmm. I wonder if they updated it because I thought for sure in our draft, Kittle was above him. I honestly think he has an easier path than Hawkinson just with the pass catchers. Like, I think Darren yeah. Waller is so much better than anyone on that team where, like, Hawkinson has Jefferson and Jordan Addison could be good too as a rookie, even though I know you hate rookies. but I do hate could rookies, be but... He'll, he'll probably be better yeah. than, like, a croaked Adam Thielen that played last year. Yeah, speaking of uh, Adam Thielen, <laughs> he's my flex option. I, did, Perfect did, did you say that? And is that why? 
Yeah. So yeah. Are you my flex are, option? Are you Adam betting Thielen. on the revival of Adam Thielen? Um, I am not. What I'm betting on is that he's going to be just like a safe option. I guess I feel like a lot of rookie quarterbacks they tend to kind of gravitate towards guys that are more experienced. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just feel like he can be the number one target, especially because I don't think Chark is playing um, in the beginning of the season. I don't. I haven't seen the most recent news on his injury, but I'm pretty sure he's hurt. I actually do really, I do really like this take, and I know I made the joke about Adam Thielen, but I actually do. Recently, you know, kind of looking at different teams in the depth chart, they just kind of have a bunch of like not great guys and. Not that Thielen, like Thielen did not have a good season last year, but he has been good for his career. Like he obviously has had very good seasons. He had 70 catches for 716 yards. And honestly, I don't think there, I I really don't think he does worse than that. I think that's probably about where I would have him, you know, six, 600 to maybe 750 yards, maybe five touchdowns or so. So I I definitely don't think he's as good as he was, you know, when he was having 1,200 yard seasons with Kirk a few years ago. But like you said, I I think having that veteran with a rookie quarterback is actually really good. good. And I I think it's I think it's good value because he's a waiver guy, like you said. I mean, ESPN has him like tanking compared to last season. They have him at half the touchdowns, just over half the yards. Mm hmm. Um, so it's just a little weird that they have him so low, but I'll move on yeah, to, like these are the guys that I'm like more confident in. It's so like Adam Thielen, like out at the flex, like he might, he might, it might work out, might not. These guys, I'm all pretty confident that the uh, ADP is much lower than they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, starting off Jerry Judy, I think pretty crazy. He's going so low. I know there's like a lot of stigma, um, with the Broncos and like their wide receivers, but Judy missed three games last year and he still finished uh prk 22 which is pretty impressive if you look after he his injury um so he came back week 13 10 33 15 18 10 24 yeah i mean those are fantastic numbers to end off the season i know the broncos got off to kind of a rough start but the way that they that at least judy himself ended was pretty crazy i mean he didn't have anything below 10 he had two weeks over 20 points so I think he's a pretty uh, good option. He, he's not getting drafted. We had him at the seventh round. Judy? Yeah. Um, let me see. It was 73 overall, so the seventh yeah. round. So I, I think eighth that round, he definitely actually. has. Oh, eighth round? Yeah. Yeah, so I think he definitely has some value. Um, he's going a lot lower than he should. Yep. Um, and then my other wide receiver, Jahan Dotson. So I didn't actually hear about him until this offseason, which is surprising because I followed the commanders a lot because of uh, McLaren. But he <laughs> also boy, had, right, right. <laughs> yeah, he, he also finished the season very strong. So he finished with starting week 13, 16, 20, 19, a dud week 17, 6.7, and then finished with 10.2. Mm-hmm. But he is by far the number two target and I think he has potential to be the, uh, the number one target for the team. Oh, uh-huh, there it is. I wasn't sure if you were going to say it. Yeah, I did. I, wow. unfortunately, yeah, the, the, the day has back. come. Yep. What do you think? I mean, do you think he has a legit shot? I mean, it's not just I, me I, taking my like anger out. No, no, I do. I, I like <laughs> this one too. Um, 
I think too, Terry McLaurin has, I believe it's turf toe that he has right now. So his status is questionable for week one. Looks like he's attempting to play. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I I do think that this is a good value. And like you said, this is someone where he's going way later than McLaurin. Like, you know, you're drafting McLaurin in the sixth or seventh round and then Jahan Dotson, you know, you're getting in the double digit round. So I think it's it's a much better value. It's yeah. less risk and it is the potential to be the number one. Honestly, too, Sam Howell looked really good in the preseason. Not that that means everything, but as long as they have a decent quarterback, Terry's been good for his career with like pretty shitty quarterbacks. So honestly, if Sam Howell is just good, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, the the standard's pretty low already for the commander's quarterbacks. Um, yeah. So as long as he's like slightly below average or better, I think they'll be okay. And he's in his second year too, so he's already played a year. He's comfortable in the offense, and that's usually when we see receivers, you know, really go off is that second year, rookie year, if they've been good. And he did look good. He just missed some games too due to injury. But, um, you know, this this was a guy that his first game right off the bat for the commanders, he actually caught two touchdowns. So that's pretty crazy. Followed it up with another touchdown game, but he started off 18 and 17.9 fantasy points. So this was someone who was immediately picked up off waivers, I'm sure. And then, like you said, he ended the season 2019, seven and 10. Like this is high potential. It's someone who is going to be a deep threat as well. You know, like a lot of these games, he's it's, it's over 14 yards per catch. One against the Giants, who has four catches for 105 yards. So he's not going to be a PPR beast, but he is a fast guy who can catch long touchdowns. Yep, for sure. Um, I, I think one of the probably better late round options for wide receivers. There aren't many this year, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but then moving on to the running backs, first one, uh, Raheem Mostert. I just think Mostert that- makes the cut. Yep, he does. I know. I was debating between him and Jeff Wilson Jr. Because um, mm-hmm. one of them, I feel like, who's is on IR. Do much better than the other. Yeah, who, yeah, who's on IR? Um, one of them has to take over the starting role. I mean, the Dolphins just need to run the ball more. Uh, they have to take some pressure off of Tua before his like brain turns into spaghetti. Um, so I, I chose uh, Mostert for it. I think he's going to be a decent starting running back. He should be getting most of the carries, um, especially Mostert, with Wilson Mostert. on. Sorry, no, it was dumb. yeah, no, yeah, what. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you can say it. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not confident in that joke. Yeah, okay. Leaving the bad jokes out. Classic. <laughs> um, but I think, especially like he has the Chargers week one, which is a pretty easy matchup. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's going to do very well. Yeah, sorry. I'm uh, I'm taking your boy Keenan Allen out. He's going to make, he's not going to make the cut. Oh, dude, come on. You're, you're, you're giving, one, you're you're giving more joke. sleepers and I looked at his ADP and I'm like, I can't put like a round four guy in. That's not really fair, but um yeah i i like he's he's the type of guy too where yeah he has injury concerns but if you can draft a starting running back in like the double digit rounds it's insane like like there's certain guys who are going that late like khalil herbert is one of them who's literally a starting running back but jeff wilson is on ir devon a chain is a rookie 
I don't even know who else they have there, but oh, they actually, I don't know if you saw this, but they got rid of Miles Gaskin too. Do you remember him? Yep. I, yeah, I do remember him. He's, he's not even, actually pretty good for a couple of years and then yeah, I don't know what happened. And, and he's not even on the team now too. So this is definitely an example of there's no one else there right now. So you're getting a starting running back late, late in the draft. Yep. And then I know you just um, give me props for finding guys that were like super deep down in the, uh, the draft, yeah, but I mean, I'm kind of taking still, it back here. Still somewhat. Yeah, so James Conner, I think RB1 sleeper. Okay. Um, big fan of him. Didn't actually get him in any drafts. I was hoping – I guess other people also shared um, the thought that he was ranked too low. Mm-hmm. But he's very strong. He finished the PRK 19 last year, but he did miss four games. Um, but so I'm going to read off some like the games towards the end of the season before he missed the last one. Um, starting week 9, 11, 23, 13, 21, 23, 18, 25, 14. I mean, that's running back one numbers right there. Right, yep. Um, which is pretty crazy. The beginning of the season, he didn't perform very well, but something changed when he got back from that injury um, that he kind of just started going off again. I think that he has a strong case to, to put up um, a top 10 uh, season. Wow, top 10 on the worst offense in the league, you think he can get it done? Yep, I do. Yeah, he's he's someone too where I think of him as I know this isn't a fair comparison because he actually didn't do that well last year, but usage wise, I think of him as Fournette of last year. Like that the the Bucks offense was so bad. I know the team made playoffs, but the Bucks offense was so bad. What can Fournette do? He can catch the ball. That's great for PPR. And James Conner has showed that he can catch the ball. He had several games with over five receptions last year. That is, that's five fantasy points right there without any yards or any touchdowns. So the PPR value, I think, is insane. And look at the quarterbacks they're going to have. Without Kyler, it's going to be Josh Dobbs or Clayton Toon. I don't even know who that is. I had to look him up before (laughs) this, but he's a rookie. And... What else does that scream? Dump offs. They're not going to know what to do. They're not going to be throwing it downfield. They're just going to try and, you know, get a few yards. So I do like the value for that. It is to me a little scary to take someone in your starting lineup, you know, probably round five, six, maybe seven if you're lucky, um, who is on an offense this bad. So the the thing I would be scared about is just like how many times are they even going to be in the red zone? Just because this offense projects to be really bad. I could see something similar. Yeah, I could see something similar to last year, though, where, like you said, injured, really bad. And if you traded for him, I actually did trade for him in one league, and it worked out really well because he came back. He was good. Say Kyler misses the first five to six weeks. He could be a really good trade value, like someone to target because, like you said, he started slow. So this was so starting the season he was 16 7 8 10 7 that sucks like that's someone you're probably not putting in your flex anymore but then to finish the season 21 23 18 25 14 he's in your lineup every week so totally yeah fantastic yeah yeah Yeah, i'd say um the the only thing is to like uh he's so injury prone that is yeah right to him yep yep so obviously he gets injured and then this whole conversation is worthless and we feel right. like idiots next year. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, but he, he's going to be one of the, one of the best guys on that offense. 
which isn't saying much, but yeah, sure. like he, he'll be used like that. Yep. And then my final, uh, final pick, the quarterback, the least sexy quarterback, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> what are you talking? No, I, <laughs> no idea why he's going so low. He was the yeah. PRK eight last year. He's put up consistently over 4,000 yards every season or his past three seasons, 2020, 4,200, 2021, 4,200, um, last year, 4,500 in that time span. Um, 2020, he had 35 touchdowns. 21, he had 33. Last year, he had 29. Um, He's just a consistent top 10 quarterback who is for some reason going in the double-digit rounds, and I don't understand why. Yeah, I think uh, I think you just you just take a look at him and yeah, it's just, you, you it's can't like a, a very unsexy pick. You you can't do it, but I mean, this guy has arguably actually, eh, yeah, I mean, I guess arguably, but almost not arguably top five weapons: Justin Jefferson, yeah. Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne, pretty much the best wide receiver in football, unless. You know, there's there's someone else that you believe is better and not on whatever as good of an offense, but say best wide receiver, no, yeah, top five tight end, um, first round first round draft pick in a rookie wide, wide receiver. receiver, yeah, and you know he's he's good. He doesn't use his legs at all, so he has to throw. They have Madison, and you know he has not taken on a full workload, so Kirk's gonna throw. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is great value. And I think people think of Kirk Cousins, they don't think of he's going to win me the week. But sometimes, you know, if you draft the early Kelsey or Mark Andrews, if you're loading up on wide receiver and running backs, he can fit into your starting lineup and actually be pretty serviceable. You could even stack him with Justin Jefferson too and get Jefferson in the first and Kirk in the 11th. Like, it's crazy. I'm also looking. I don't know if I'm having like a a stroke here, but does he not have a bye week on fantasy last year? Where, where is his bye week? Week seven. Did it not week show seven. up for you? Oh yeah, no, it's not showing up for me. He's it's just always like, he's just always grinding. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't show the week seven column. It just skips right from six to eight. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and but I I, I like this one here. I honestly like pretty much all of yours. I. Like I said, I'm I'm a little nervous by um, Thielen and James Conner, but I think you have uh, I think you have good value. It, it also depends on Russ. I think for Judy, not just being good, I think he'll be good. But this is someone who can really like take it to the next level if Russ decides to be good again, whatever that may look like. Yeah, it'll be interesting. <laughs> Hopefully he Look, comes. Well, he can't possibly do as bad as he did last season. Yeah, and then he was kind of injured too. I don't know. He, just, I just hate him so much as a person now after last year. Like it's, <laughs> it's not even fantasy. I don't care if he was the PRK one. I just hate him as it. Ah, ah, he, he sucks. But we do have two Broncos on this list. Interesting. Yeah, you picked one of them, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I guess yeah. it's running back that quick. Well, you go ahead. I'll let you go. Hey, I, I, I still hate Russ, but yeah, I'll I'll start from from the bottom up. Um, I did not take as much time and thought into mine, but um, I put Nick Folk as my kicker. He just went to the Titans. I know he didn't have a great season last year, but he has been very consistent for his career. This will not be a great offense, so I think 
he has the chance to kick in some field goals that Fat Randy didn't know how to do last year. So I do like him. And the Saints, D, the reason I like them, that division is going to be so bad. It's the Saints are projected to win without a great team. Then they have the Bucks with Baker. They have the Falcons with Bijan, because I don't even know. I mean, I guess you could say Ritter, but I think Bijan is going to be way more of the offense. And then, um, geez, who's the other team? The Panthers with Bryce Young and Mr. Thielen, who you like. So I don't think it's going to be a tough division. The Saints actually do have a good defense. So I think playing these other teams six times a year, I really love the value. And they actually start with the Titans too, which shouldn't be a super strong offense. And um, the quarterbacks that they face throughout the year, there's really not any great ones. So I do like the the Saints as a snag. They're not a super high profile defense yeah it's but, also like the most boring team to watch the saints yeah, love right. putting up zero zero yeah so brutal so you're not paying for the 49ers d or you know the jets the patriots great defenses bills great defenses but everyone in that division is good so no it's not the best defense but it's pretty much the worst division and that's that's how i like to play my defenses not if Hey, this defense is great on paper. It's their schedule is great. They're playing teams that can't throw, so that's what I like. That's why I like. So them. should I like? Should I take the Jags defense then? Why? Because of that division. I honestly, yeah, like that. <laughs> that's that's what I would look at, and I don't even think their defense is amazing. But I mean, Tannehill is the best quarterback in that division right now. Um, that you know, the Jag- obviously Trevor Lawrence is better, but Tannehill is going to be better than. Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud, at least for a little bit, hopefully for the whole year. But yeah, uh, I don't know about that one. Those guys are going to throw a lot of picks to start off the year. As opposed to the Titans, man, come on. uh... Dude, don't sleep on Tannehill. He's got D hop. Okay. All right. I won't. I won't. Don't sleep. He's not on here though. Neither is D hop. He can't be a sleeper, but I'll go into my flex. Um, So I did change this. Just I was I was kind of looking at the list. Someone I wanted to talk about was Darnell Mooney. I actually do really like him this year as a value. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily think he'll like explode to wide receiver too, but I do like him for the flex value. He's basically a discount DJ Moore. And it's kind of I would line him up with the Jahan Dotson pick where DJ Moore is getting a lot of hype. He's a really good wide receiver, but has always kind of gotten screwed. Like he had Sam Darnold, and then I don't even know who their quarterback was. Like, um, hmm. maybe for Darnold. Um, who even was the quarterback for the pen? Like PJ Walker, I guess. Like, uh, he started two games and they benched him for somebody, but I forget who. But yeah, was he's kind of. I think it was Bridgewater. Oh, Bridgewater, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he had Cam Newton, I think, one year of his career, and after that. But it's it's always, hey, you know, DJ Moore is a great wide receiver. He's on a bad team. DJ Moore is a great wide receiver. He's on a bad offense. I'm not against DJ Moore, but it does seem like we get that every year. And I like DJ Moore, but Darnell Mooney is going way, way later. This was someone who was the wide receiver one for the past two years. No, it wasn't a very pass-heavy team. I understand he wasn't great or anything, but he did play 12 games last year, and he was in the double digits five out of those 12 games. So for a flex, that's actually pretty good. Um, So almost half of his games, he had over 12 points. 
that's really good value for a flex. And like I said, he is going to be with a more improved Justin Fields. You know, if he's so well, like allegedly, a, well, yeah, and but, hopefully, right, okay. <laughs> but he is he has been in this offense longer. Justin Fields is kind of my guy that I like for after seeing the Jalen Hurts improvement with AJ Brown. I'm not saying he's going to be close to Jalen Hurts, but I'm saying you bring in a big wide receiver who has a lot of skill. Now Fields has um, Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore, Cole Komet to throw to. So I do actually like Darnell Mooney because of the discount you're getting. This is, like I said, a double digit guy and he does have a chance to be the number one wide receiver. I think DJ Moore is definitely better than him, but he was someone I drafted in the 13th round of our league. So someone, if you're taking DJ Moore, that's round four or five, or you can take Mooney in round 13. So to me, I really like the value there. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to need like one of those, like, you know, the new Twitter things where it's like readers would like to know on the bottom when uh, someone like gives out a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I just I, want the, the listeners to know that you have fields in like, what, four out of five of your leagues and drafted Mooney in three of them. Um, I actually think that is correct. I think it is four out of five. I don't know. I Did I even say that or did you just guess that? No, I can just tell. Oh, you could, you could tell. All right. All right. Yeah, I, no, you, I do. You did say it earlier. Okay. Yeah, I do have fields in a lot. Um, I think basically what I'm going with, and I know I took a shot on Russ, I was so pissed I didn't grab Jalen Hurts in any leagues last year because he went in like the sixth or seventh round. And I'm like, I just, I, I need to get ahead of this. And based that, like, he was just in a, and like we talked about Kirk, he's not going to necessarily win you weeks, but Justin Fields can. And okay, I can't turn this into the Justin Fields show, but this was, this was a guy that scored over 40 points in different games. So um, I do like this offense going, going in. I, that'll be another episode though. Moving on to my tight end. I have Dallas Goddard. Not super exciting here. I just I like the offense with obviously Jalen Hurts, like I just mentioned. You know, wish I kind of got in on that, but I love AJ Brown. I love Devontae Smith. If you can't get them, you can get Goddard in the middle rounds. And to me, I think this is a guy who's going to be a lock for you know top six tight end if he's healthy. Yeah, I think this one's a, a pretty pretty solid pick. Um, all my voices cracked. That was weird. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, I think he's a pretty solid pick. I don't see anything really going wrong for him this season uh, just because yeah. strictly on the offense, I mean, they're going to be in the red zone all the time. So, Right. I think the only thing that could go wrong is if they get up again and they're running a ton, but um, yeah, he's he's a reliable he's a reliable target. My wide receivers are a little different, so I did. I know you hate the rookies, but I threw a rookie in here. We're talking about guys that have the chance to be the number one on their team. Zay Flowers is someone that I really like because they have Odell, who has had the injury history and is, is he 30? Um, let me check on that for you. I think he might be over 30. To 30, yep, he's probably. 30. So Zay Flowers is competing with Odell, who just joined the Ravens. It's not like he's been there for a few years. Just signed with the Ravens. He's 30 years old. He hasn't been good in about four years. And Rashad Bateman, who also came off a really bad injury. So he's with Bateman is younger and has shown he's good. But 
there's really no one where you can be like, oh no, he's he's the number one. Like you can't say that about any of these guys because none of us know. So I like Zay Flowers. He was at BC. It was a smaller school, but I think he has a legit chance to be the number one here. Um, this is someone that hasn't played football yet as a or you know hasn't played NFL football as a rookie. So I do think he has a chance to be the number one. And he has Lamar Jackson throwing to him. So I love the value there. And I think he's he's one of my top rookie wide receivers to get because you don't have to pay the price of JSN really early on. Some people take Addison before. So I like Zay Flowers because you can get him in the 10th round and he could be the number one with Lamar Jackson throwing to him. Yeah, for sure. I think Odell just has too many problems with it. Like not only like his injuries, but also like his personality. Yeah, that's um, fair. His dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Zay Flowers has a pretty good shot to well, – he's going to have to compete. I think his only competition really is going to be Mark Andrews. Right. Gonna be who we, who we know tough, will be the number one, but yeah. Yeah. But I I, th- I definitely think that he can be like putting up consistently like uh, around like nine to 12 points, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like him as as a possible breakout. And then <laughs> someone, the reason I, I put him is because I just wanted to share this stat. Did you know Deontay Johnson last year did not catch a touchdown? I did know that, but only because you told me, um, I think – Last week, you mentioned that when I was talking about how much I hated the Steelers wide receivers. Yeah, he he was drafted really high too, and I he was not he, he was not someone I had last year or anything. I actually didn't really like him last year, but he showed out and actually had another pretty good season. He was with Kenny Pickett too, who was really bad. Kenny Pickett did not throw a lot of touchdowns, but he had 147 targets. The year before that, he had 169. The year before that, 144. So say even he has, say it's lower. Say it's 130 targets, 120 targets. This is a guy that could push for 1,000 yards and he didn't catch any touchdowns. So say he even catches four. He finished last year as a wide receiver 28. So this is a guy who definitely is a top 20 wide receiver in an improved offense. He's going really late too. You can get him on your bench. So I really like Deontay Johnson because I just don't think there's any way he doesn't catch a touchdown two years in a row. So add on a few touchdowns and, you know, he's a top 20, top 25 guy. But I know you don't like the the Steelers wide receivers. So what do you have for me? You know what I have for you here, Cam? Okay. I'm, uh, I'm going through the fantasy app right now, and I couldn't help that but notice that you swapped out Keenan Allen for Deontay Johnson. And then I was curious why you swapped him out. And I then did. I, I noticed that. that. <laughs> yeah, but I was wondering why. And I'm looking now, and you're, <laughs> I couldn't help but notice that your sleeper lineup has the exact same players as your regular fantasy lineup. Is there uh, a potential that behind that? <laughs> um, well, looking at you, I see, I see Williams, I see Zay Flowers, Mooney, um, Goddard, Madison. <laughs> what what league is? Are you, are you sure about that? Yes, I am sure. Man, I don't know. I don't Game know how Allen. that happened. It honestly must be, must be a coincidence at this point. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. Are you Are you I'm, sure that's a that's a real lineup you're looking at? Yep, I'm, I'm sure that's a real lineup. You sure? Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it must mean my team's pretty good, though, right? Uh, is that, so that is that what it is? You just want to 
you want to put all this stuff down so when the season's over and your fantasy team does well, you can go that's, back and say, hey, I called all the sleepers. That's the only reason I'm I'm recording this, just for evidence. Yeah, okay, man. Just like, just like last year, I just like last year, I talked about all the guys that I drafted. That went pretty well, right? Yeah, Ross, Cortland, Sutton, yeah. those guys were good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm just pointing it out that uh, you're trying to pull a fast one on me, but I, I found out. I did draft these guys because you know that's that's how confident I am, and I'm I'm showing I'm showing the listeners that I back what I say on the podcast. You know, so much that I'm going to go out, I'm going to draft these people for the listeners. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just for the people. I mean, I do respect uh, wearing the guys because if they do bad, then <laughs> yeah. you're also suffering. <laughs> My team sucks too. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's uh, it's either a win win or just a, a lose lose. That's true. Do I have Deontay? Oh no, I actually don't have Deontay Johnson this way. Yeah, I, yeah, Zay got it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have the Saints defense though. That is true. You don't have the Saints defense. I'll give you credit for that. So if the Saints yeah. defense does really well and the rest of this list is like terrible, I'm going to be dying laughing. But yeah, I do have the I do have these next two guys who I really like. Obviously, I've I've put draft capital into them. Madison is one that I actually haven't gotten in that many leagues. Just kind of based on how my team has been filled but in the stonehill one you know if we're talking about my my top tier team here in the stonehill league i went eckler and then i went three wide receivers so i actually grabbed madison as my rb2 kind of later usually i grab my rb2 like round three or four but i like madison i like javante williams too madison just due to the offense being good for the vikings and then javante PPR value is is just crazy. I know that offense isn't great. We talked about like how they weren't great last year, but this is someone who caught 11 passes in his first game last year against the Seahawks. Um, he did get injured after that, so I understand the worry, but I think he has a lot of potential. He is just coming off an injury, so I don't know if I'd play him week one, but Madison, t- tell, me, tell me what you like about Madison. I know you really like him too. Is it just an opportunity? Him. Yeah, I love him. Um, it is. And so there are a couple of reasons why he's going so low. The first one is because he's like kind of old, I guess would be the best way to put it. But I think the, the kind of stigma behind that is running backs. Like they only, they're only good for like three or four years. Then their body starts to kind of get worn down. He's never been a starter before. This is kind of like a, a weird situation where you have an older guy who's never really had that much strain. So I think he still has a, a good amount of juice left in him. Yeah, and then as far he's, as he's like been just, great in the past for the fill-in too. I mean, like exactly. the, one of the best handcuffs. Yeah, I think that for the, like the round that you're getting him at is is pretty fantastic. I mean, if he can just emulate like a little bit of what Cook could do, mm-hmm. um, he's going to finish like pretty strong. And the Vikings already have a strong offense. You know that someone's going to like grab at uh, Jefferson in the end zone, set him up at the one yard line. Yep. So I'm I'm pretty confident he's going to get a lot of red zone stuff. So I I do like this pick a lot. I think this is probably my favorite um, pick from from your uh, your sleeper lineup here. Yeah, I was listening to uh, to another podcast. Yeah, you know, gotta listen to other ones too. But oh, one dude, thing Twitter. that they <laughs> one thing that they said, which I thought was very interesting, he's he's kind of the guy where it's almost it's it's too good to be true. And you're like kind of scaring yourself away from it. So it's like, hey, Dalvin was great 
Um, Madison was great with a full workload. The offense is really good. There's no running backs behind him. Like the running backs on the depth chart suck. They haven't signed, you know, they didn't sign Zeke. They didn't sign um, Fournette. They didn't sign any of those big guys. So they're just rolling with him. And there's so many good things. It's almost like, nah, yeah. it's it, it's too good to be true. And I, I feel like that's the thing. So sometimes I'm just like, I just have to draft them because it's it's almost like you're overthinking like, no, the situation can't be this good, but maybe it is. So that's kind of, I, I thought that they put that really well. I know it's kind of an, an obvious statement like that, but sometimes I do feel like that stuff happens where it just sounds too good to be true and you don't pull the trigger, but then you miss out on that situation. Yeah. And if they weren't confident in them, they would have signed somebody else. It's not like exactly they're like shaky on it they were very firm from the beginning that no we're going with uh madison we're dropping cook it's kind of surprised me a little bit and they did it the best way possible they signed madison to a contract where he was the backup and then they dropped alvin so he didn't expect money as a starter there there you go you have him for two years on like five million dollars so they did that extremely smart it's the Eckler strat. It's the exact same thing they did. Is, is that what they did with Melvin? Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> they signed Eckler as a backup. Oh. Year Melvin held out. Damn. And who knows where Madison can go, but Eckler's been the starter for like four years now too on like yeah. a terrible has got a new contract. Yeah. Jeez. I didn't know that. That sucks. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that's kind of where I like him for the skill, but then the position. I'll end it off with my boy, my boy Geno Smith here. He's had one good football season in his career. Um, he is, let's see how old he is. He is 32 and he has had one good season of football. So you may say, why do you like Geno if he threw for 700 yards and then 4,200? Well, this is kind of the Kirk Cousins thing where I think Geno is a decent quarterback i think kirk is is a good quarterback i'm i'm not comparing their skill but he's throwing to dk who's a freak he's throwing to tyler lockett who has been consistent his whole career and a deep threat guy and jackson smith the jigba the first wide receiver taken in the draft he's a beast too he's a massive guy um he just he, he has so many guys he has zach charbonnet who they drafted who's a pass catcher at the running back position I just think he is surrounded by weapons and he was a, he was the number five quarterback last year. It was a down year for quarterback. So I know number five is a little inflated, but I think he just, he has so many people to throw to. And he was very, very accurate last year. He didn't throw a lot of picks. He was very safe with where he put the ball. So I think he has legit fantasy value. And this is someone that's not getting drafted in a lot of leagues. Cause you're just like, Oh, it's Geno Smith. He's not that good. Yeah, I think he definitely has a chance to be one of the uh, better, like late round quarterbacks. Hopefully, anyways, he has so many weapons; it'd be like impossible not to. He has like three very solid wide receivers. Yeah, one, well, and that's the thing. It's like even if you're just good, you have so much fantasy. Like he 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 had forty two hundred yards. Mahomes throws for over five thousand yards every year with terrible wide receivers, and these are you know this is a top three wide receiver core. You know, probably with the Bengals and. And I hate to put the Chargers up there, but they're definitely up there too. Yeah, yeah. They, Come on, man. Don't don't hate the Chargers, man. Pro- probably wide receivers specifically they are because like you think about the 49ers, but then that's like Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk. So, yeah, I mean, they probably would be. Yeah. Well, depending on Johnston, of course, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. So this is, you know, 
someone someone with good talent there. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what I have. So I have Geno, Geno Smith at quarterback, Madison and Javante as my running backs, Deontay and Zay Flowers wide receiver, Dallas Goddard, Goddard Darnell Mooney, and Saint Steve and Nick Folk. Pretty much like you said, half my team. So if this goes well, my team will go well. If not, it will suck. But yeah, I also realized that you free, you switched fields for Geno Smith. So I'm looking at it now. And before the uh, audibles you made before we started recording the episode, it was literally your entire team except the defense and kicker. Hey, it's pretty easy to do it if you you know don't have to think about it. Just look at the roster and just import it right there. You know, quick and easy. Yeah, man, sounds like a conspiracy to me. Oh my god, I'm just you know I'm I'm for the people. I want to show people that I'm about what I say on here and. You know, it's it's honestly, uh, I don't know about your integrity after not having all these guys on your team. It it makes me think of you differently, to be honest. All right. Well, you know what? I have <laughs> two of these guys on my team. Oh, you have two? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me guess. I'm not going to look. Um, uh, well, I told you one of them. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, I didn't. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, so you, okay, okay. I'm going to say, oh, oh, Eagles D is one. No. Eagles D is not one. Oh damn! Okay, I was gonna say Eagles D and Mostert. Uh, no, I actually realized I only have one on my. I was thinking of a oh. and and this league I only have Waller on my team. That's fine. Oh, okay. oh, you have Waller, nice. Yep. Nice. But that's it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um. So yeah, go over your roster one more time. Yep, so I have Kirk Cousins at quarterback, James Conner and Raheem Mostert at uh, running back. Uh, wide receivers, I have Jahan Dotson and Jerry Judy. Tight end, Darren Waller. Uh, flex, Adam Thielen. Defense, Eagles. And kicker, um, Dicker. <laughs> One more time? Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, I can only say that, it, uh, it twice per episode. Yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. So this is, this is what we have for our sleeper lineups. Hopefully we will be better than last year or else we're not winning anything or especially I'm not winning anything in this league. At least I have diversified and, you know, like I said, only Justin Fields in four out of the five. So, um, yeah, this is what we have. We're going to do a little more on the games coming up, but we have Thursday night football. So make sure to check those lineups, see if Kelsey plays. So, um, yeah, we'll be starting the regular season really soon. So looking forward to that and we got football soon. So, Definitely exciting, and we'll be back in a few days. Thanks. That Ravens win streak even enter your brain, the preseason win streak? I think it's a stupid record. I mean, who gives a shit about preseason games?